0: WandaVision! WandaVision! Wonder who's doing this to you And the powers you possess In your scarlet blouse Fighting for your house And your own sanity too! WandaVision! WandaVision! Hello, everyone! It is Comic Book Queers, the CBQ legacy for those not in the know. I am your host, Evil Jeff, and with me today and every day, every episode, is Brett! Well, hi! How are you, neighbor? I'm amazing. How are you doing?
1: I'm great because the MCU is back in our lives.
0: Finally, it's I feel what is this, phase Phase four. four has begun.
1: It has begun. Not the way it was supposed to begin, but I argue it begun in a better way than it was going to begin in the first place.
0: Not everybody feels this way, though. There are a lot oh. of people that are confused and bewildered because well, I will say this is probably- Those an-
1: people are probably dumb.
0: We were handed kind of maybe the most Lynchian of MCU things ever- in something called WandaVision. WandaVision in Technicolor. WandaVision. Maybe we should do this whole entire thing in a transatlantic accent.
1: No. WandaVision um, was filmed before a live studio audience, which is actually true. Well, was it, though? Yes. First two episodes. Wait, that had real people there? <laughs> live studio audience. Oh, I just thought it was canned of.
0: laughter. Nope. Oh, my God. That makes me love this show even more. Yeah. Um, so, well, well, I guess I kind of gave it away. I was going to uh, usually do a one, two, three. We'll do two, our one, two, three. three. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. One, two, three. Loved, loved it! it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved I love it. it. I've watched it twice.
1: I love it.
0: I can't stop thinking about it. I love it. Now, here's the problem is that shows like this, it had two very long trailers And it and already my expectations were high. I saw the trailers and my expectations were even higher, and it it kind of exceeded my expectations. And I will say the reason why is because the reason people are hating it is the reason I love it. And I I thought all of the I thought they were going to get through all the TV stuff. By the end of the second episode, and then the real secrets would be revealed. And that is not is what's happening. And a lot oh, of people are no, complaining. No. A lot of people are complaining, like, it's just like, what's going on? This is so boring and slow. And do you know, know what it is? It's it's mostly young kids that have never seen an episode of I Love Lucy, the Dick Van Dyke right. show, or Bewitched, and they don't understand. They're like, what is this stupid thing?
1: No frame of reference for what they're doing. but. None. The, but if you do have a frame of reference like us, you know how masterfully they are doing
0: masterfully. it. Masterfully. I mean, I could have a little little bit of a quips on how some things were filmed here and there, but minuscule. Minuscule. Um, although that's the thing is like, I was just talking to my, my coworker and he hated it. Really? And I was like, why? And he's like, just nothing was happening. And then I was like, but don't you love how they're just going through every single decade through another sitcom? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, oh, it's like it's a sitcom. So he's like, yeah. And I was like, and how the second episode, it goes from the 50s to the 60s. What do you mean? Yeah. And I was like, oh, you have no frame of reference to tell. <laughs> it's lost on people. Like, you can't tell that the decade changed. Because even when I saw like, oh, the second one is now the 60s. I was like, oh, so it will be color because Bewitched started in black and white and it will end in color.
1: Yeah. So let's start. Let's start with
0: episode number one.
1: I love it. So episode one is our, I mean, we just, let's just begin where it begins. First thing I noticed is when the Marvel flip, which was so good to see, like that Marvel flip started, that opening. Oh, just just, you
0: just missed it. You had missed it.
1: I had missed it. And it was like just <laughs> you that feeling of like, oh, a new one. It just I, it overcame me and I was so excited. But then it goes black and white. And the ratio on our TVs go from 69 to 4.3, like yes. old timey TV. Number one, yes. un- already, I'm like, oh my god.
0: Here for it.
1: And we meet Wanda and Vision. They are in a car driving into their new town, to their new house, in their wedding outfits. And they have no memories and no backstory. They, they are just living in the moment. Here we are in this new reality. It is if they literally, literally just arrived.
0: Yes. And anytime they attempt to remember a backstory, it's just met with confusion.
1: Yeah. The first line of note. Is well they they kick it off. It's very Dick Van Dyke show. So this episode, the 50s sitcom episode, lays heavily into the Dick Van Dyke show. Arguably the show that invented the modern sitcom. Well,
0: oh, I mean I feel I love Lucy. Yeah, I think like I Love Lucy. I don't think this is more I do agree this is more like Dick Van Dyke, but yeah. I would say I love Lucy more in
1: invented the modern
0: sitcom come as opposed to It's great. To, but Dick Van Dyke um, <clears throat> it definitely the house that they're in very much looks like the Dick Van Dyke house. It's like, yeah. it's kind of the same format of it. Um and she just has that 50s housewife thing. Have you noticed though there's always these the one thing that they they don't remember their past but they do know they have magic powers and they, they know do that. know that they have to hide them.
1: Yes, they just want to, and they say it over and over, fit in, into this suburban paradise, this Pleasantville. The first line of note is one that, yes, hey, it's a joyful black and white sitcom, ha ha ha. There is a darkness here because the first line, when Vision walks in the kitchen and Scarlet Witch is floating objects, she hits Vision in the head with a plate. Yeah. He says, oh, my wife and her flying saucers. And she says... <coughs> oh, you have oh, my, my indestructible head? My husband it. and his indestructible head, which I'm like, oh, that's dark. Because we all know that's not <laughs> true. <laughs> so he, died, he died of having his head destroyed.
0: So let's just rewind a second to where did things, where were they left? Mm-hmm. Because Vision died, he's not someone that was snapped away. And I do know, what's Black Panther's sister's name again? Shuri. Shuri was trying to download his consciousness. So trying we to copy were, him. Ev- yeah. So everything was, so we just, so th- there's been nothing, that's where everything was left, right?
1: Yeah, uh, Wanda was snapped, so she came back. at And the she end came back and Endgame, fought at the end, but then Thanos. she just was
0: kind of like, hey everybody. Was she there at the funeral? She was. She was. So at she Tony's was there funeral. at the funeral. Okay. So that's yes. the last we saw of her. Yes. And we never saw Vision again. So we don't know anything. So that's Nothing. the first section of like, of as I'm watching this, I'm just like, are they both really there, or is this Vision just in her mind? Yeah. And She's ha- just. Is this a dream, or is she being controlled and put in this something? Like you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. They uh,
1: just. The first thing that popped out at me was, "Oh my god, the escapism is so thick," I, it, which made me think it's her. Like they're, and this is also when they're leaning over the counter, having that vague conversation about knowing what the date marked on their calendar is—the date marked yeah. with a heart. Yeah, they have no frame of reference for why that date is marked with a heart, but they have this banter, this vague like, "Oh, I know, you know, right? Yeah, I know too." Two things. Happen here. One, the escapism of it is like this is so weird. They have no context for what's happening and they're totally fine with it. They prefer it actually. And two, oh my god, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany are so good at this. At so good at this, this this banter, this patter, this cadence, this delivery. Like they're having so much fun and they're so good at it.
0: I think this is something, and it's not like I never knew. That she was a great actress. Elizabeth Olsen has given like amazing performance even before she was the Scarlet Witch. But she's one of those interesting actresses. A lot of like pretty actresses. I'd say someone like even like Jennifer Lawrence, Julia Roberts, Sandra Bullock, they can't get beyond playing themselves.
1: Themselves, exactly. She
0: is one of those beautiful actresses where she literally can just play can just melt into a character and change her voice. And you almost don't recognize her. Whether it's from like Ingrid Goes West to, what was yep. that, Mary? What's that first movie? Did you see that one? What was it called? Mary know. Magdalene, something like that. She can just play. She has real depth to everything. So as soon as I saw them going for this Dick Van Dyke, I will say Paul Bettany just beautifully played the Nailed physical it. comedy of
1: Nailed Dick, physical. Dick Van
0: Dyke. Oh. And then she was going for more kind of a cross between Lucy and uh, Mary Tyler Moore. And well, she shifts. Just, she yeah, goes more. Yeah.
1: She becomes Mary Tyler Moore. I I would say in the second one, where and, and I want to talk about gender roles from the first episode to the second episode. But she yeah. really steps up less as a supporting character in the first one and more as the lead in the yeah. second one. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean that's how Bewitched is, and yeah. where Samantha kind of you know tells her husband what the fuck to do.
1: Yeah, but just the jump from fifties to sixties to me is, yeah. is something.
0: A but here's for that. the thing: the uh, the one clue that I have is then I'm just like, how much of this is she imagining? And because the one thing that's interesting is we went from her. So this is the thing: is I feel like this is happening. How much do you feel? I feel like this is happening, and it's like she's in a coma or something, whether against her will or she has too much power and they had to knock her out or something. I feel this is happening in her head. What do you think?
1: I I feel that she's created some kind of reality bubble around her, and I feel that the the people, the townsfolk, the people of Westview, these clueless weird neighbors like Deborah Jo Rupp,
0: I I think they're that real they're, people trapped. Yeah, uh,
1: I'll go a step further. I think they're sword agents, and they're okay. trapped. I, okay. no, I'll all go right. into like all my theories oh, I later. like the
0: idea of reality bubble I didn't think about that before I think yeah, yeah I like that reality bubble where she did something and they're all kind of transformed but I, into I think there world.
1: it's not just her I think there are other things afoot but before we get there we're talking about how masterful they are talk about masterful in walks Catherine Hahn as yep. Agnes. her neighbor Agnes yeah. and the world stops for me <laughs>
0: There's a the perfect k- like uh, the perfect kind of, nosy um, neighbor. Well, she's the nosy neighbor, and she's also what was it, Mary? Uh, Mary Rose? No, Rosemarie. Rosemarie from the Dick Van Dyke Ma- Show, Dick kind Van Dy- of like ah, yeah. oh, my husband. Oh, yep.
1: yes, <laughs> the husband. I have a whole theory there. So she's got this husband, Ralph. She keeps bringing up Ralph. We never see Ralph. That's a very what's a uh, Cheers? What's Vera Norm's Vera, wife? Yeah, very Vera. A ton of sitcom. Devices. and Anyway, um, one line popped out of me when she introduces herself to Wanda, or Wanda introduces herself to Agnes. Agnes says, Wanda, charmed. And I was like, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Um, and then we cut to Vision at
0: work. And this is where I found it interesting of like, if this was all just in her head, why are we just seeing his whole world?
1: Yeah, I don't to. think it's just in her head.
0: Yeah, and so in this world, they're doing this thing, and then you have this other thing where he just subtly—that's the thing that I love how subtle it is—and I think that's what piss, are pissing people off because they don't have patience. But we're they just don't the taste. he's like, he's like, what do we do? Yes, and everyone's like, we we calculate things, and you notice he has how they're no idea what he does for a living, but they're calculating things, maybe probabilities. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Um, well, well, well. This is where I was like. In my head, I'm like, oh, Sword has him hooked up to a machine. They're using data's, uh, Vision's body to process data at some remarkable level. Yeah. I literally think Vision is like hooked up to machines in a Sword facility.
0: Yeah. And that's fine.
1: Nobody can process data like you. I was like,
0: oh, oh. And it's just very fascinating. Where you're just kind of like, where is the reality in this? What is really going on? And I think one of our biggest first clues is when they go to a commercial break. Yes. And we get this toaster commercial. Can we talk, can we like break this down? Let's break this
1: down. Yeah. I have a lot to say about this.
0: And this, it said it was a Stark Industry toaster, correct?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. So what? What else we see? It's the
0: first color. It's the first
1: color is red. What? Like the first thing we see is charred, burnt, smoking toast. Like charred, beyond belief. Yeah. Then we see Ithamar Enriquez from Second City, yay! Uh, And another actress as like some bizarre Desi and Lucy. The light on the toaster. The noise on the toaster. Boop. See the flashing red, Stark Industries. Here we go. Here's Mathers. These are her memories. These are her traumatic moments.
0: Yeah, and I will say these commercials are very Lynchian, and I am oh god for it. I am here for it.
1: This first commercial is absolutely the exposition story of her and Pietro that they tell Ultron in Age of Ultron. Stark bombs. Trapped under rubble. Parents are dead.
0: Oh, I did not get all of that. Yes.
1: That. It's the Stark bomb. Did that you read trapped. something
0: about this or did you think of all this yourself?
1: I read something about this and I'm like, yes. okay. <laughs> um, but I'm the one that noticed the char in the smoke. Okay. I added okay. that to okay. the theory. So it's the Stark bomb. It's, it's them trapped under the rubble waiting for this bomb to go off for two days. The whole oh. reason they hate Tony Stark. So this commercial is that moment. Okay, forget
0: the past. Right. This is your future. Stark Industry Toasters. Oh, so fucking creepy. Then we get Deborah Jo Rupp for fuck's sake. Well, yeah, Deborah Jo Rupp. I mean, she's a fucking sitcom staple. Friends, that '70s show. Of course, you have to have Deborah Jo Rupp. You have to. Um, and she plays uh, uh and uh, the, the you know the boss and the boss's wife come for dinner. But, you know, this, and it's the typical, you know, misunderstanding sitcom cue of uh, she thinks it's their anniversary, but it's really the bosses, you know, coming over. So she's everything set up for romance. And all she has is a chocolate covered strawberry for dinner. And he's expecting, you know, the works. And I will say for me, I felt that the joke writing. mimicking the style was very strong and I will say this is where I was fighting I was fighting with other people where they're like oh my god it was so stupid it was like so corny and I'm like but it you need to watch an episode of the Dick Van Dyke show but then he was like but why would I want to watch a show now that's like supposed to be like that
1: you morons like we'll just jump to it like she is retreating into a world where things are fine, and if problems happen, they're wrapped up quickly, and everything always has a happy ending. Like, exactly. The world of sitcoms, is it's such a part of how we as Americans deal with emotional trauma and our issues. We zone out, and we live in these worlds— where everything is wrapped up in a tight, in a nice little bow after 24 minutes.
0: But when you push everything down and try to repress it, what is the one thing, what is its biggest enemy? Is time. And I think those are the two things fighting, is her repression and her delusion and time. Because every time time starts, as we see from episode one to two, as soon as time starts coming into play, things take a dramatic shift and it's harder. Mm -hmm. It's harder to hide everything
1: because it's like she wants to live in this blissful moment and time is associated with reality and that's bad
0: and then the first time actual reality comes is when the boss starts choking on his dinner and if you notice the creepy thing to me the the scariest thing in all of the episodes was this moment it was Deborah Choop going Stop it. Stop it. And at first, she's looking at her husband. And then did you notice how she starts looking at Wanda? Saying, Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You're she's doing this. Looking- yeah, she's like, you're doing... That was so fucking creepy, Brad. It was so... I mean, that- that was that's like amazing. it was it's so amazing. fucking creepy, and then she just for a second fully snaps out of it and is like, "Vision, help him!" And she's back to the old, and that's where it's like the acting—you don't even realize she's acting until she goes back. But I will yes. say, where okay, where are we at with her accent? Where what is her accent by the Avengers movies?
1: It's gone. Um, is it
0: completely gone? After
1: Ultron. It's totally gone. So... Like, well, it's kind of light. Like, when she's talking... Like, Civil War it's kind of light, but it is nowhere near as thick as it is in Ultron.
0: I wonder what the reasoning for that is, because she's capable of doing that accent. I do find that interesting that they chose to make her accent disappear. And I'm yeah. not saying it's bad or wrong or anything. I just find that very interesting. Like I'm not sure why.
1: Yeah, um, there are a few things prior that happen in the kitchen prior to the dinner that are pretty significant. Oh, okay. One of them is Catherine Hans lap around the fucking kitchen island.
0: Oh, that's, that's just comic gold. That
1: is a tour de force of comedy. Like that is comedy <laughs> surgery. Like every single note, it is is exactly correct. It is a feat. And I love it.
0: Well, I will just say this this little bit of a side note. One of the things that came out in the news is that Nicole Kidman has been cast to play Lucille Ball in a yeah. new movie coming up. I think Katherine Hahn should be playing Lucille It Ball. should have been her.
1: Absolutely. Catherine, Catherine Hahn is a comedy surgeon. It's when insane. will
0: she be fully appreciated? Right. I feel like she hasn't been fully appreciated for how... Like, she's in everything. I feel Hollywood does like her because she's always working and she's always giving these amazing performances i just she doesn't get the credit she's never nominated for anything i mean literally she can go from like parks and recs to transparent to this show right like to like she she'll uh, be nominated
1: for this i i I personally think they're going to be emmy nominated these the three actors i really do i hope so all right back to the kitchen
0: what's the Um, other thing of significance that happened
1: and I did not read this, homie. This is me. Okay. Okay. So, like, her there's these these little disasters happening because of her powers, and I'm like, that is so fucking Wanda. Like, the shit's boiling over. Like, she's losing control. There's two things that I was like, oh my god. Ah, uh, one is when Vision uh, rushes into the kitchen and startles her, and she flings the lobsters sideways out the window. That is absolutely the move in the beginning of Civil War where she's trying to hold the explosion and she, she tosses it to the side and kills all the Wakandans.
0: Oh, right. It's
1: absolutely that. And then the meat tenderizer scene, she hands him the giant meat tenderizer, which is a big hammer, the exact same way Vision hands Thor the hammer in Ultron, where they realize that Vision is worthy.
0: Ah. Uh, <laughs>
1: And then you have the guy outside, the boss going, there's always chaos going around, gone in your household. Like, ah, oh, ah, oh, the chaos, chaos magic of it all. magic. But and to, think, then to the point, she, yeah. she has this sadness on her face at times during the dinner, like taking us out of the sitcom reality and snapping us back into like mm-hmm. Wanda Wanda.
0: Yeah. And I actually had another friend who liked it, who was, but he had not seen, he has not seen a single other Marvel movie. so this is the first thing he's seeing he's like i really love this who is she i was like honestly just keep watching it i was like i was like and i told him to go watch the legends um but but i was like i think maybe it's better if you just don't know i was like at this point if you're not going to watch every single goddamn marvel movie up to now just go with it
1: just enjoy this yeah
0: Because I think that's the problem, is people have been jonesing for Marvel shit, and I think they're waiting for a shoot 'em up bang, 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 bang movie. Yeah. And this is playing on a completely opposite level. But we'll get there. Of course. And there's going to be other shit. I mean, Winter Soldier's coming out. Hawkeye just had a trailer drop. Like, there's going to be plenty of that. So let Um, us enjoy this magic. Let us...
1: uh, This is... This is tasteful and beautiful and blissful, and it's the best thing Marvel's ever done. Okay, uh, the choking scene, the tone change, the tone shift, the choking—it happens when they bring up children.
0: Also, but did you? It's not just that—not the tone. The cinematography changes. Yes, it stops being filmed as a as a multi camera and goes back to a yeah. single cam.
1: <laughs> um, I get the sense that Wanda was choking someone in real in like the real world during that scene. Yeah. Like there was a sword agent, like, like probing her and she was choking them unconsciously.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, and then as soon as they save him, vision saves him by just grabbing it out of his neck with his, um, phasing powers. Uh, they just up and leave. Where you see the lobster on the front door, which is—that's the Lynch
1: part for me. Is when they go back to the sitcom tone. I'm like, yeah. this is the fucking <laughs> rabbits from Inland Empire. Like <laughs> this is. Um, and then they, at this point, I'm screaming Emmys, Emmys for them all. At this, then they're like, well, yeah, what about all these things we don't know about us? Oh, to hell with it. They just like create their own validation. Well, put a ring on the finger. Okay, our song is this. Our anniversary is this. Okay, we're and fine now.
0: Yeah, back. To, that's the thing. It's how a sitcom works: is you go back to the delusion. They go full on back to the delusion.
1: Yep. Uh, do you notice the shape that they are in? Like, oh, first of all, Vision doing the big smile at the end—creepy as fuck, uh-huh. adorable as fuck. Um, the shape that closes in around them and frames them. What is it? Is a hexagon. Oh,
0: right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and everything is just fine. And then we see fucking Sword monitoring the whole thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is
0: this? Do you think that's the girl from uh, Two Broke Girls? What's her name? Kat Dennings? Yes,
1: I absolutely think it's Kat Dennings. I Darcy. do too. Absolutely. Why wouldn't she be part of Sword? She's one of the only humans on Earth that has up-close personal contact with an
0: alien. Yeah. Um. So then what happens? So, of course, I watched this first episode. I'm like, this is amazing, but where the fuck is this going? And by the next episode, then I see a pattern, and I'm like, oh, is this, I think this is going to be an episode each decade, at least through the 2000s. Yeah. Because the next episode is be the
1: 60s it's bewitched
0: and this is where i had to tell because my my boyfriend was like it's not it's they're not they're not they're filming it like regular like why aren't they doing it and i was like bewitched was single cam and he's like yep. oh i've never seen bewitched i'm like see these are the things where it's like people that have not watched all of these sitcoms are kind of missing just yeah. the beautiful attention to detail of the references um the one thing that I noticed, which was weird to me, this is just a side note before we get into mm-hmm. what happens. Did you notice that the color during the when they when he goes into that library to have the boys meeting, like the security <gasps> meeting, the color yeah. wasn't fully black and white? Is that just right. me?
1: It that scene, it, I did feel a jump, a difference, and it felt more Twilight Zone-y to me and maybe it was just yeah, i was just actual, to, I like, just the felt like i couldn't nature of the i couldn't
0: tell it was like is this just bad color correction or is this on purpose
1: yeah i don't know
0: but anyway back to the bewitched episode so now we're into the more bewitched and she's doing something radical wearing pants oh and well, wait. Nice,
1: yeah the beds the beds
0: please. oh and the beds oh so it's the uh, that the the opening scene Um, opens with uh, the beds, her merging the beds together. So here we start getting this idea of time and society moving forward. And this kind of lovely Pleasantville type of delusion that she's creating are just slowly fading as time starts to move forward. It's getting more modern. It's Yes. As it gets more modern, it's going to be way harder to hide in this world.
1: But on this show, they've established they can have sex. Where I feel like the show from episode one, sex doesn't exist.
0: Yes. But yes. This one, it does. It does. It, but then we also just have this very creepy rapping sound from outside
1: like someone trying to get in Ooh. or something. Ooh. A crashing, a banging, rapping at my chamber door.
0: And. Uh... Yeah, and I just and so then we we meet Agnes again.
1: Oh wait, we first before what? that we have we have an animated opening sequence.
0: Oh right. Is there special things that happen in that?
1: Oh honey, buckle up.
0: I just so, watched it. You're like sitting there. You took notes. Well,
1: stuff. I watch it I once. Yeah, that's how I watch stuff I love. <laughs> once to t- once to experience the journey and then the second time to see how we got there. Um opening sequence. It opens with 6 Dots, six stars that go bing in a hexagon, hexagon but also totally infinity stones.
0: Okay. Just, uh, see, I that went right over my head. Love it. Yep. Love it.
1: She, They do the whole Bewitched opening, you know, the cartoon vision. He comes home. There's a point where they pan the camera down from the bedroom to the living room. In the floorboards in between is the Grim Reaper's helmet. The Vision in Scarlet Witch villain. From the Vision book, from, I mean, Wonder Man's brother, always trying to kill them. So they have Grim Reaper's what? helmet in between the floorboards. What does that mean? Then, in the supermarket, when she's shopping, cartoon her is shopping, the posters <laughs> in the back are Auntie A's something with a black cat on it. So that's Agatha Harkness. Bova milk with a cow. Bova is the oh, half right. human, that's half the... cow. Yeah. That birthed the, uh, Pietro and Wanda. Yeah, and you. And then next to that, you have Wonder Mints, a reference to Wonder Man, wow. Vision's personality template. Oh yeah, and then we get to them practicing magic,
0: practicing magic, where they're having to do a bad magic trick to prove that they aren't really magic.
1: On the and they use the cabinet of mysteries to do that. On the front of the cabinet is the Mind Stone. Oh, is it? Big milestone um painting, yeah.
0: Oh. I the Cabinet it. of
1: Mysteries.
0: Well, um, that's when we get in. Can I can we talk about Agnes now?
1: Yeah, helicopter. Yeah.
0: So she sees she goes outside and she it's the first time she sees something in color. And it's a helicopter with uh, as the sword uh the logo on it, right?
1: Has the sword logo. It's in Iron Man colors, I noticed. And it's preceded by a strange sound that sounds like a lawnmower. Um, yeah. And that brings her outside. Yeah.
0: And uh, and before she can fully, like, take it in, Agnes just pops up. And that's the one thing is, like, is Agnes, what is she, is she, a, what is she in the comics? Uh, Agatha Harkness. Yeah, like is she a witch? That's the witch?
1: theory. Um, uh, yeah, the mentor of Scarlet Witch, like a old witch. Like picture if Aunt May had wild hair, a cloak, and carried a black hat everywhere. And
0: That's so, Agatha but Harkness. she's 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 good though, right?
1: Yeah, but she's a very mysterious figure. Yeah, um, but she's good. She is good she's not a villain she's scarlet witch's teacher but like but she's you know she's got a dark side to her too
0: yeah okay she shows up and i will notice that she she's do you feel like she's a bit different in the know like yeah yeah she her first line is look
1: it's the star of the show and i'm like what do you know
0: yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, she seems like she's, uh, it seems like from the first episode to the second episode, whatever world they're in, she's she's doing something behind the scenes and working. She's a
1: little more aware. Yeah. Yes. A yes. little more sinister.
0: Yes. And and that's the thing. She could be doing it because she's trying to help her, because she's trying to hurt her. I think it's because yeah. she's trying to help her. I don't know. Who knows? But Well, I'm she's careful. wearing
1: the same brooch that she was wearing in the 50s. Yes. I feel like that's significant.
0: But then the other thing too is we have to appreciate is at this point, there's three types of acting that have been introduced. There's the acting of the Dick Van Dyke show. Yep. And then there is the acting of when they kind of get into the real world. And now we're introduced almost in – this is now more like sixties sitcom. It is a little bit different. Oh, it's yeah. a little bit less transatlantic. Oh. Like uh-huh. there's they're, they're really the fact that the subtlety of the difference in acting as they go from sitcom to sitcom is just mm, it's chef's so kiss. Brilliant. Chef's yeah, it, kiss. It
1: really, it really is.
0: And then we get to the part where I screamed. Ah! I screamed. Oh Buffy. I mean, in K-pop. There's a thing called your favorite, you call them your bias. So okay. it's so whenever your favorite <laughs> character shows up, you're like, it's my bias. Well, anyway, my bias was always Anya. Anya oh my God. was always my favorite. So sh- so they're like, oh, you have to really make a good impression for like the head of this PTA type lady, whatever who's doing this. What festival like what is the thing? It's the thing to help the it's, children? The,
1: t- it's the talent show. For the children.
0: For the children, it's so vague. For the
1: children. And
0: weird. For the children, so weird. But the woman who runs this, who's kind of like the queen bee, the mean queen bee. Dottie. Joe just goes, "Oh my god, is that Anya?" And I fucking scream. <laughs> I was like, "Are you <laughs> what fucking kidding me? Anya from fucking Buffy has said this." <laughs> And who else could play this oh, bitchy character amazing. but Anya? Ugh.
1: And that scene with her and our next splash of color is incredible. But before that, we meet Geraldine. Geraldine. Who, who doesn't know why she's there and actually doesn't remember that her name is Geraldine until something snaps. She's like, is oh, wait, that, uh, it's that, is
0: that Monica Rambeau? It sure is. Yeah. So that's what I found it interesting that she doesn't know her own name. So, so that's where it's this confusing thing of like who? Because we're Agnes. I feel like does Agnes know what's going on? But Geraldine doesn't know what's going on. So there's just very. It's I. I I'm living. I love how much I don't know.
1: I'm gonna predict this. The helicopter found in the bush. Yeah. Was oh, Monica was crashing? arriving? Yeah, crashing mm. into into this into this world. And
0: that's why she just showed up. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, yes. That's Monica, that was Monica Rambeau's helicopter. That's why she's more confused than everybody else.
1: Yes, she's new. Oh. Oh, yes. Um, this is, I think this is where I, I'm starting to notice that there are a lot about gender roles in this episode. Mm-hmm. So when they're rehearsing magic, uh Vision holds up the gl- glittery leotard of the magician's assistant. And he's like, oh, is this for you? And she's like, no, that's the rest of your costume. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you would never see a joke like that in episode yeah. one. Yeah. And then the um, Vision goes to the neighborhood watch meeting. And they're nothing but a gossipy bunch of biddies. Yeah. <laughs> the men. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And then Paul Bettany. I, oh. From the moment he puts the gum in his mouth to the moment he spits the gum out after the magic show, or Wanda pulls it out of him.
0: Pure, pure. My God. Comedy. Pure comedy. My God.
1: Even the way he chews the gum at first. I'm like,
0: he is so
1: good at this. So good. But we have um, the radio scene with Anya.
0: Yeah. And this is the interesting thing, is what what is what is her real name? I feel bad calling her Anya. What is I've uh, no idea. Um Oh, Dottie. It's Dottie. Dottie. So Dottie has it out for her. She's just very and you can tell she's angry because she's wearing pants. She's not listening to her. She's, you know, she's kind she of like ate a her own woman. She ate a cookie. Yeah, she's not following these rules of decorum. And so there's this weird part where then she's just like. Does the hand bleed before she says, she says something where she's like, I don't believe you. It's Yeah, the hand before, bleeds after. Okay. What does she say where she says, I don't believe you?
1: Wanda says, I'm not here to hurt any, I'm not here to harm anybody. And Anya says, I don't
0: believe you. And that's where, again, the acting, she leaves. Changes. She yeah. leaves sitcom acting, and that is a real person scared out of her mind. Yep. Like, I don't believe you. And that thing of like, remember that Twilight Zone where the kid, everything he thought like came, became real. Yeah. And the whole family with him is just terrified. Like she just looked really scared of like, and it's just so fucking creepy. And then we start hearing on the radio, whose voice is that? My
1: prediction, because I know he's going to be in the show, is that's Randall Park. That's Agent Jimmy Woo.
0: Okay. Um,
1: from Ant, from uh, Ant-Man, an Ant-Man. And
0: And what was he saying?
1: Wanda, who's doing this to you? Who's
0: doing this to you? And that's when Anya sma- crushes the glass and uh, cuts her hand. So that's the thing in there where I'm just wondering, if she's in this reality bubble, there might be people in there that are helpless and don't know they're there. There might be people that are, that know they're there and are trying to get her out. And then there are probably people that are there and want her to stay there. So, but so, and we don't know who's on what side. And I think that's, what's just so fucking fascinating. And I think it's aggravating for people because they're like, get to it, get to it, get to it. And I'm like, no,
1: no, don't
0: get to it. No, don't get to it yet. Cause I'm, I'm living for this. And here's the other thing that I find interesting is, do you think it's a coincidence That the end of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did a decade-by-decade thing, and now WandaVision is doing it?
1: Ugh. Unfortunately, I do think it's a
0: coincidence.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's a shame. Um, Anya is masterful in that tonal change when she resets it back to sitcom tone with that joke.
0: The joke about her bloody hand. Yeah. Um. And then the blood is in color. Scarlet. Scarlet. And then we get another commercial. And this one, (laughs) it's no longer Stark. It's Strucker and Hydra. Yeah. So if you feel that that was a part of her trauma, which trauma do you feel this is?
1: Baron Von Strucker is who used the Mind Stone to experiment on Pietro and Wanda giving them their powers.
0: So this is them getting their powers.
1: Yeah. Wow. So I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a prediction about the commercials. The commercials is where we're gonna see Evan Peters. He will star in a commercial reminiscent of the death of Pietro.
0: Do they say who Evan Peters is no well I also feel I do have a feeling at, at some point Um, I feel like things are going to start the, the, t- the, the hold on the sitcom are going to start falling apart. And I feel that it's, it's going to get worse in the commercials first. I feel things are going to bleed and, and fall yeah. apart in the commercials before as much in the actual sitcoms. Yeah. Um, And I can't. Wait for that. I love I some. Do you gonna, know what this yeah. reminds me a lot of? Uh, do you remember Too Many Cooks? Uh, yes. Oh my God! Really? Of just that thing of like this typical sitcom, and then as it keeps going on, you're like, yeah, it you gets feel sicker trapped and sicker. Yeah, it's yeah. sicker and sicker, and you're like trapped in it, and then you yeah, want to get out, no and you can't.
1: Claustrophobic and stressful.
0: Um.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I. Um. So let's do. Uh, let's go into the magic show. Oh,
1: iconic! That's my word for this scene.
0: It's iconic—a drunken uh, magic show where she has to save the day. And this is the other thing of where it's uh, of just it's very similar to Bewitched, where is where she's kind of the one who's always solving all the problems. Mm-hmm. And I just love that she's having to do a magic show where he's doing amazing real magic, and she has to make it look like it's fake magic. Brilliant. It's just so funny. I loved it. I loved it. So
1: he's drunkenly showing off his powers and she's creating like real world validation for like how each quote unquote trick worked, which brought us to my, probably my favorite moment in both episodes, (laughs) which is when townsperson Bev, who Dottie and the others keep shitting on, says... When Vision puts the hat through his body using his intangibility and, and Scarlet sh- justifies it with showing mirrors. there's a bunch of mirrors in the back, and Bev goes, Is that how mirrors work? And Daddy goes, Shut up, Bev. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I died at Shut Up, Bev. Bev and the guy with the mustache are my two favorite yeah. townspeople because they're the ones that the rest of them keep dumping on.
0: They're yeah, like such- he gets fired in the first one. He gets
1: fired. They're such buffoons that I guarantee you they are higher ups at Sword. Yeah, (laughs) in real in real life.
0: Um, so they get through this magic routine, and of course she finds the bubble gum, gets it out of them, and as they try to sneak off, everyone's like, "Oh, it was so funny! It was great and amazing!" Oh, everything wound up great. Everything is going to be wrapped up perfect, and for the children. For the children, and as they're having their like end of sitcom moment, they hear—is it a banging like the of the manhole? Well, first they discover she's pregnant. Oh, has that happened before? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So now she's she's suddenly pregnant. Um, and the last words they say are for the children, and all of a
1: sudden her tummy grows.
0: Which, um, and then I just yeah, I looked at Joe and I was like, "There's a gay man inside that belly." <laughs> there's a gay goth boy in there. (laughs) So Wiccan and Speed are inside of her stomach. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's kind of like a surprise. And then they hear this thing and they go outside. And it's once again, the sitcom starts to end and this creepy being comes out. A beekeeper. A beekeeper. Who I would assume the closest thing that looks to me because it, it had a sword logo on it too right
1: yeah but i, I but think i think I know it's aim it's
0: aim aim because yeah. we were just reading aim in the x men i was like this looks like this is the closest thing i can think of that and so but then i will say the other confusing thing is the mcu just because it's they're good guys or bad guys in the comics does not mean like how the Skrulls. Skrulls. We thought the Skrulls were bad guys in the comics, and then they turned out to be the good guys. So, AIM, I don't know whether AIM is really good or really bad. Like, Well, I, no, we do. Oh, is
1: S.W.O.R.D. really good or really bad? We know AIM is bad from Iron Man 3.
0: Oh, right, 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 right. But then, is, so is AIM part of S.W.O.R.D.? So, does that mean S.W.O.R.D. is bad? Maybe. Ah, so that's that's the thing that's amazing is I don't know who was good and who was bad.
1: Yeah, why do we assume here? You and I are assuming we can trust Sword in the MCU. Maybe
0: not if they're working maybe with not. AIM. Then but probably if Darcy, not.
1: like if Monica Rambeau is a Sword agent, and and like maybe Darcy is a Sword agent, I'd have to think they're they're
0: good. But then if they're but if AIM works for them, then then maybe not. Yeah. So it's very confusing, and I will say these bees start coming out, and instinctively the reality of the sitcom is, is it's almost like she, like Wanda's recognizing what this is and she immediately rewinds time and is like,
1: Nope. She retreated back into the fantasy and nope, changed reality. Back to the yep. fantasy. Yep.
0: But um, what happens is like it didn't be witched after a couple of seasons. Her way of moving on is now where we enter the late sixties and it turns to color.
1: Yeah. She says, is this, the, the moment she rewinds back to is where she asks Vision, is this really happening when they notice she's pregnant? The delivery Elizabeth Olsen gives the second time is, different. is it's intense. Yeah. The way she says, the is this really leaning. happening?
0: Yeah. Woo. And everything turns to color. And um, what happens after that? I think that's it. Does is there another little weird thing after? Which no, ends? yeah, it just Mm-mm. ends.
1: Just like we're happy again.
0: And we see that the next episode will be the Brady Bunch. Looks like 70s. the Brady Bunch, very seventies yep. Brady Bunch. Yeah. Um, and uh, from other trailers we've seen, the nineties is definitely Roseanne. The yeah. 80s though, the 80s looks like E.T. It doesn't look like a sitcom. Am I crazy yeah, about interesting. that? I
1: don't know. I, I don't I can't the only I, 80s visual I can think of is Catherine Hahn and the purple and pink Leotards. But that's
0: what I mean. But I can't I can't pinpoint like what show they're yeah. referencing. It almost looks like they're because it's Halloween, it very much reminds me of the E.T. Halloween stuff.
1: Interesting. So I'm
0: very curious of like what that's going to be. But I just love yeah. the idea of going through. Every different sitcom. I'm very interested of like, what are the two, what's the 2000s sitcom going to be? It's, I
1: read that's going to end in Modern Family. Oh, <gasps> no. Yeah, Modern Family is going to be the last sitcom they do.
0: Oh, my God. That's brilliant. Where they're going to be doing the mockumentaries. Yeah. That gives so much. Oh, my God. There's so much things of them breaking the fourth wall and mm-hmm. then her just being confused and like, who am I talking to right now? Who am now? I even talking to? Right. Oh my right. God. The other interesting thing in the future, we saw this in the trailer, but, um, uh, what they, what is she calling herself? Geraldine? Geraldine. Monica. Um, yep. Monica Rambeau, where she's just like, what does she say to her? She's like, who are you? And she's like, I don't, I don't know. What does she say in that part? Uh, she leans over
1: and is like, "Oh, I love your pants. And she's like, "Thank you." And then Geraldine goes, "I don't really even know what I'm doing here."
0: (laughs) She didn't even ask;
1: like, she just says it. Like, no, no. But I mean, in
0: the '70s episode, another thing like that happens, and she's like, "I don't know." I think she says, "What's your
1: name?" And she says, "Yeah, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know who I am," or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. she definitely doesn't remember her identity again.
0: Yeah, it's just so fucking creepy.
1: It's so creepy. Let's get into some theories.
0: My only complaint is, I love yes. that it's 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 hitting the um, it's hitting the uh, sitcom trope by making them half hour. But I wanted more. I wanted to be. Oh, the
1: episodes will extend as we go. So as oh, it gets okay. more and more into tr- like true Marvel stuff. Oh, okay, good. The episodes are going to for reach me. 50 minutes. I was
0: loving this so much. That after it ended, I'm like Ooh, no, yeah.
1: The balance of sitcom to Marvel is gonna slowly tilt the other way, and and as it does, the episodes will get longer.
0: Good, good. Yes. My th- right, my talk. thing with my theories is just like I really don't know. I mean, you've you've st- you've studied it more because I just I mean, right now I feel she. I at first I couldn't I thought maybe she's like in a coma somewhere and they're monitoring inside her brain but I like your idea more that no she's actually really there in some sort of reality bubble and they're able to monitor it that's the yeah. thing Is like, there's just so many things I don't know and there's so many possibilities and this is the weird thing is I kind of like all of them there's so a lot of times like when we're going over Hickman's theories I'm like if this is what's going to happen I will hate it and So if this pissed. is what's going to happen I'll like it all the different things that could be happening I kind of like all of it is Sword good is Sword bad is she good is she bad either way I'm just excited that I'm going to be surprised I think that's it's just, the thing is I've never been I feel like since like honestly reading like House of X I've never sat down and watched something or read something where I'm like I am mesmerized and I have no idea what's happening like
1: I'm so intrigued and I'm so engaged I am so
0: engaged to slowly discover the onion being peeled away and and revealing what it is i think the joy of this is the not knowing and is living in these weird worlds and i think people are pissed because they're like i don't get it why doesn't it just like be like the marvel movie and it's like listen you ignorant fuck taste gets it. fucking go watch 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 some sitcoms watch a fucking couple of episodes of dick van dyke watch a brady bunch like, just watch a couple of those. Yeah, if like, have fun with this. and have like Have fun is, with it. This is, like, a big part of our history. Like,
1: you should know about the Dick Van Dyke show, and you should know about Cheers and, like, Mary Tyler Moore. Like, you should know this shit.
0: Oh, Learn Rob! It,
1: <laughs> All right, so one thing we do know, though, is, like, this isn't – I have to think there's going to be a villain. Like, I don't think – this is Wanda doing this solely herself.
0: Well, it can't I can't be, it's given away when he says, who is doing this to you over the ring? Yeah,
1: I, like, so I think to me, it's like there's this all-powerful villain that potentially has already had these people trapped that maybe Wanda like walked on by and this thing, this villain was like, ooh, what's this? Ooh, the power, oh, I can taste it. And there is a villain intermeshed with Wanda's grief. I mean, this is ultimately about Wanda's grief, but it's also Marvel. There's going to be a villain. So I'm going to put this out there. Okay. Ralph.
0: Wreck-It Ralph? Catherine
1: Han's husband. Oh, husband Ralph. That she keeps alluding to. I'm like, why? Like, I know it's the character archetype. Oh, my husband, my husband. But I'm like, but I'm getting a feeling every time I hear the word Ralph.
0: But do you, so, who do you think Ralph is? Do you think it's an established uh, Marvel character? Yeah. We-
1: and it and it was when I heard Anya say, the devil's in the details, Bev. I also am thinking, I know from press that WandaVision is going to lead into Spider-Man 3, which is going to lead into Doctor Strange 2. There's a thread. Okay. And I'm thinking the villain's going to be the Thread. And I'm thinking, I think I know who Evan Peters is playing. Wait, who is the Thread? And if I'm right, to have Evan Peters play this role, I would die. Because it's brilliant.
0: Who's the Thread?
1: The Devil. I'm thinking, this is Mephisto.
0: Mephisto. Interesting. Think
1: about it. Spider-Man 3. One More Day is the big Spider-Man Mephisto story where he rewrites reality to hide Peter's identity after he unmasked himself in Civil War. And then you're going to have Doctor Strange ultimately take this thing on with Wanda.
0: So all of these are going to be dealing with reality warping. Yeah.
1: I'm thinking Mephisto is fucking with Wanda.
0: And I'm thinking they're going to cast Evan Peters as Mephisto, which would be so great because he's other Quicksilver. <laughs> I have a question, though. Where are the Infinity Stones in the MCU right now?
1: Um, Steve put them back to where they got them all.
0: Okay, so the Mind Stone. Is that where did mean- they steal it from? I thought Wasn't the Mind Stone in the, the Tesseract thing? Or no, the, that's the, the staff. The staff?
1: Yeah. So you have to think about where they got each one because that's the moment Steve Rogers went back and put it back. So where – I'm just combing through Endgame right now. Where did they get the Mind Stone? It was it, one of the stones in New York. Remember when Black Widow was like, you guys, if you go back to the right point, there's three stones in New York.
0: Yeah. Is that the one... That's not the one that... um, What's the one that Loki stole? Space. Okay.
1: So there really aren't any stones in our reality. Like in MCU... And
0: the reason I'm bringing this up is... My thing is... The thing that's missing right now is... I do agree that someone is like, I think the villain here is like, look how powerful the Scarlet Witch is. I'm going to use her powers for evil deeds and I'm going to take advantage of her. The key here though is the Scarlet Witch, yes, she's a powerful telepath and telekinesis in the MCU. Her reality warping, chaos magic, that has never come up before. So there is a big gap of at what point... Did that power set show up? So that's, and that's why I was like, is there, a, is, could this be an infinity stone? What do you think is the explanation of these powers showing up? Well, keep in mind her powers are from
1: an infinity stone. So there yes. could always be like deeper layers to her powers. Of course, we've seen of course. Before. And
0: that's why I'm very interested to see how did that layer peel that that other power. Came that that all these other powers came out. Did Mephisto just see that it's inside of her and then was pulling it out of her? I'm just very curious to see because I know we're going to get a backstory of what's happened of how she got there. Oh,
1: for sure. I just realized that like her powers come from the Mind Stone too, the stone that was in Vision's head. I don't think I've ever put that together that they're both bound by the Mind Stone.
0: Yeah. So yeah i just find all of that that that's the thing that i find very interesting of like her power set has has just magnified on a massive scale from of course from her like and if even from movie to movie first she's just like lifting things and psychically influencing people then she's like lifting buildings and then yeah. she's like lifting spaceships now she's creating whole realities and that's the thing is for me Will this lead to, is this going to be a very similar to like House of M situation where it is? Well, no, but I mean, House of M as in, are these people that are in there, is their goal to help Wanda and get her out? Or is their goal to kill her to end this? Yeah. Like, are yeah. they there to just cut the cord and murder her? Because that's in, I'm in, I'm the, in the House my of my chips M plan. on
1: they want to save her.
0: OK. I think
1: Mephisto took over a town. Wanda somehow wound up there. Oh, that's the other thing. It's not going to be Mephisto, by the way. Uh, the other thing is they're in New Jersey. They reference Hackensack. And, and there's a um, phone number on a billboard that's a two area code. So they're in Jersey. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> the only other connection New Jersey has to the MCU is that's where Captain America was created in Endgame and is this where they get the mind stone or do they get it from Loki's scepter in Endgame when they go back to 1970
0: Don't they I Tony thought L- I thought when they when they stole the infinity stone in Ultron isn't does and isn't it in the scepter isn't that the mind like when they they took they take it out of the scepter to put it in Ultron Vision yeah. For vision. So isn't that the mind stone in the scepter?
1: Yes. The mind stone is in Loki's scepter. Yeah. That's how he's able to take over okay. people's minds in Avengers. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I just, I'm trying to remember, do they get, do they get the mind stone in end game from the first battle of New York in his scepter or is that the stone they go back to 1974 where they meet Howard Stark?
0: Oh, right. Anyway, oh. my point
1: is God, when know. they meet Howard Stark, that's New Jersey. That. That, like, the first oh. S.H.I.E.L.D. facility where Cap was created. So I'm wondering, like, is Vision's body hooked up to some machine processing data in that same base in New Jersey? I
0: have no idea. Oh, my God. There's so many theories. It's well, not going to be but Mephisto. If, but if he's in a base, does that mean is
1: then who's, in a base? In,
0: who's in the reality bubble with her as Vision? Right. Oh God, it's so confusing. It hurts my brain. Like that's why I think maybe all
1: those people are sword agents because it's the, they're at the base.
0: Can you imagine Uh, though, if this was like a Netflix show and it was all released at once?
1: Oh my, I'd be, I would have watched it all.
0: Me too. And my head would have exploded.
1: Exploded. I'm, I'm so excited for 2021. If we make it through to Wednesday, (laughs) I, um, I think we're mostly going to have a weekly Marvel show for like most of the year. We'll have a weekly Marvel show to tune into. Uh,
0: yes, please. I can't wait. Thank you. Hashtag blessed. Uh, thank you, WandaVision.
1: Thank you, WandaVision. Well. Watch it. I'm telling you, watch it a second time. I've go- oh, 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 I'm my God, going that, to that, watch it a second time. Oh, my God, that,
0: oh my God that. I am... I'm just so, I'm just really, I to, I've i told you like my, the thing that I have, this is a thing about me and I don't know what it is. And it might've started with, um, what's that Billy Joel song? Uh, we didn't start the fire. <laughs> yeah. Any music video commercial where the people, their clothes transform through time. <laughs> Like it starts in the 60s and then it turns to 70s and then it's the 80s. I love that. And I don't know (laughs) why, but I love it. I love it. So this Embrace it, do you? It's tapping into this little weird kid thing that I love where I'm like, yes. Which is why I really should. My niece, my little niece, is now going through all of Agents of Shield, and every time we talk, oh. to her, she's like, "I want to talk about Agents of Shield with you." And I was tell like, her to call me. I was like, "Fuck! I need to like fucking we watch all." There's so many of them, Brett.
1: There's so many. I know.
0: It's like a 22. 22- if it was like a season where there was 10 episodes, it's like 22 episodes a season.
1: I know. I still say, just watch season four. Okay. That's where you meet your niece in the middle. You watch season four. I started Buffy. I started
0: Buffy at season five and then worked my way back.
1: The thing about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season four, it's the season that's done in three arcs. And the first arc is Ghost Rider. And it's okay. But the second and third arcs are like, Awesome, but there's so much callbacks to other seasons. I don't you have to watch the whole thing. Sorry,
0: I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. There's too many goddamn things to watch, and that's why little Jeff, to look who's doing to this me. to you? <laughs> you know, who's doing this to me is um, society. But that's society. the thing, it's like we have to look forward. There is many wonderful things to watch. Granted, the world is holding on by a thread, but a thread. at least Disney's doing great
1: (laughs) be safe out there everyone watch out for Mephisto and insurrectionists
0: and just remember uh, the next by the time uh, we release this I think this will be in the Biden presidency yay so here's to that good news cheers everyone and um I want you all to, since we were talking about watching stuff today, I just want to remind you all, um, I hate to break it to you, but if you watch MCU TV shows, well, I hate to tell you, but that (laughs) makes you queer. queer. Bye. Goodbye. WandaVision, WandaVision Wonder who's doing this to you And the powers you possess In your scarlet blouse Fighting for your house And your own sanity too WandaVision one division